0: Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter, and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, The Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Hi, we're Karen June. And Zandra of Little Yellow Couch.
1: Welcome to our second season of the Style Matters podcast. This podcast is all about the reasons why we, or anyone, should take the time to invest in personal style, whether it's how you choose to adorn yourself or how you create a home that fulfills you. Connection,
0: style, substance. That's Little Yellow Couch. Tune in every Monday for a new episode of Style Matters. Today we'll be talking with blog maven Gwen Hefner, also known as the Makerista. Gwen spent her early career years in the fashion industry and you can see that influence as she has transformed herself from a fashionista into the makerista she is today. Gwen is driven to make stuff for her home, her family, and friends, and she's really, really good at it, which is why she was recently named the 2015 Decorator Blog of the Year by Better Homes and Gardens. We love her eye for design, mixing high and low, not sacrificing style for function when it comes to living with small children, and using lots and lots of color. Gwen, welcome. We are so excited
1: to get started.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I feel really honored to be here
1: with you. Oh, well, thank you. We're so excited to have you. So, Gwen, you have been compelled to be a maker, a stylist, a designer for years. Why has this aspect of who you are been so important to you?
2: Oh wow. Um I I think for me that style, personal style, it's kind of a twofold thing. Um I Create style because I need to um, from a young from a young age I've been creative um, I love to sing, I majored in opera um, I had a jewelry business in college, um, like you said, I've spent some time in fashion um, and so for me uh creating is just a very fulfilling thing that I have to do <laughs> um, and um, it really just feeds my soul so um, creating something that is my style really is something that I enjoy doing. But on the other end of that, living within that style is also very fulfilling. Um, Mm -hmm. when a space really speaks to who you are, you love to be in it. And so it's, it's definitely a process and I love that process, but when you can walk into a room and it just, feels like you and there are pieces of you or pieces of things that remind you of parts of your past or just things that you really enjoy. Um, I think that's the ultimate, um, way to live.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that sometimes we forget that styling a home is, is a creative act because, um, there are ways to, to do it that does, that don't require a whole lot of creativity. Um, you know the, the the interior design industry is huge now, and so you can kind of go to any number of stores and just sort of pick this prepackaged look and exactly. bring it home and set it out and 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 it, I think people feel good about it for a few days because it it looks beautiful, but then then and it's it, done. It's done. <laughs> exactly, both, yeah. and well, it's just it's,
2: done for most people. That's like I I think that's what a lot of people do, and it's kind of sad because it's something that they are okay with for maybe 10 or 15 years and they kind of leave it that way. They don't ever touch it, you know, right, they go on with their time. lives. And then, and then when they see that, Oh, what I have isn't in style anymore, then they switch it. Right. And I think for me, I, I love trends. I really do. Um, but I, I'm really drawn to like what's kind of peeking out of the curtain as opposed mm. to what everybody's doing. And, and, Um, But I think you have to be careful with trends and it's important. I love to to kind of like pepper those in here and there, um, but make them things that I can easily switch out when I'm kind of over it, you know, but I think, I think really um, creating a home is about finding your personal style and seeing that come to life in front of you, as opposed to just like what's inside your head and really. Really, um, just creating a space that that you'll always enjoy because if if it's really you, it's not something that you're going to be over in, mm. in a few years, you right. know. So say, say a little bit I more know. about I
0: pe- think... peeking out from the curtain. What I love that I do too. Well, I do too. Can you expand on that well, a little bit? What you mean by
2: that? Yeah, that's that's something I've kind of. So I do. I love trends, but I kind of more so than loving trends. I love what feels fresh. And so a lot of times that kind of what I, what I see peeking out of the curtain, like something that feels fresh, eventually that turns into a trend mm, a lot of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like I have to kind of be careful with that. Um, cause I don't want a space to just be full of trends, but I think every room needs a little pop of something fresh. Like for me right, right. now, it's probably light blue, like, every, it seems like every space that I'm doing right now has a little <laughs> bit of light blue in it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And, and, um, I love it, but, yeah. um, I, I don't try to do it everywhere because <laughs> for right. me in five years, that might not be what I just love. So. Right. If that okay. makes do you think, sense.
0: do you think the trend thing, um, is, is, comes from your, your passion for, fashion fashion (laughs) I didn't mean to make that rhyme but you you know trends are so you know that's such a fashion um oriented term exactly and and I just we were going to ask anyway you know how does your how does your interest in fashion um uh combine with your interest in decor but also is influenced by it or what what's the connection
2: there I think there's a huge connection um I think for me, obviously, I knew how to put together an outfit before I knew how to put together a room. Uh And really, that translation was really hard for me, actually. It was very overwhelming. Um, When I got married and I moved into my husband's house, I was kind of like, I don't know, I I couldn't get it down. Um, For one, an outfit is like like a 12-hour thing, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. put it on. you don 't like it, you take it off if right. you know it 's very easy to to um, really play around with that, and it right. doesn 't cost a lot of money and um, you know it, it doesn 't have to anyways. Yeah. Um yeah. but for me, that translation was hard, um, but actually it 's reading blogs that helped me figure that out.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
2: and, uh, but fashion is, I do think it's a huge influence on me. I actually, to look for home trends, I look at fashion. Oh, so interesting. I started seeing, for instance, the light blue thing. I started seeing light blue clothes several mm. years ago. Okay. And I think I, and I do, and they say this, that what, what becomes popular in fashion, eventually it trickles into home decor. huh. And so I I do now, honestly, I don't really study fashion um, for clothes because I wear yo pants most days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I do study it to see, to find fresh new things that I can incorporate into my home and into my spaces.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. definitely. Yeah, it seems like there's there's this there's a lot of fringe going on right now, which I've seen in both places. Yes. Um in I, fact, I just made a whole bunch of tassels just because I was, you know, needed to make something <laughs> and sure. just wanted wanted that look and um and, you know, you see that a lot in both fashion and in in home decor right now and but it what's nice about little touches like that is that they don't have to be so permanent you can exactly kind of jump on them for a little bit but then you know it's not it's not a huge investment if you if you do get tired of them
1: yes I totally agree with that yeah Yeah. well I also like what you said about um the fact that reading blogs was what sort of inspired you and and I feel the same way like I know when when I had my house for the first time I was newly married and um I definitely had a certain aesthetic um, and I was dressing that way, um, but I wasn't um, sure how to put it into my home. I guess I wasn't sure it was acceptable in my home. Right. And so when I saw other homes on blogs that were maybe not exactly my aesthetic, but sort of outside of the box or whatever, um, it gave me permission. It it, it was, you know, I didn't know I needed permission, but it gave me that permission to, you know, my, my home can be a bit different. I can hang a typewriter on the wall if I want to, because I like it and I think it's beautiful. Um, and it doesn't matter if, you know, I haven't seen one in another home.
2: I can totally relate to that. I think probably Jenny from Little Green Notebook is probably mm-hmm. my mm. main inspiration. She really just seeing her style and how she just was kind of fearless,
0: yeah, allowed
2: yeah. me to accept my style right. and translate that into my home. I I would say she's probably my biggest influence as far as bloggers go. Yeah, she's
0: a good, she's a good one. Yeah. You know, oh yeah.
2: <laughs> So, yeah. We kind
0: of want to dive a little bit into um, some specifics about your home. We're, we're looking forward to having our listeners um, see photos of your home. So we'll, we'll be able to, they'll be able to do that on our website, but yeah. Um, uh, we're ready for you to spill the beans on some of your more wild ideas when it comes to making things. Um so for our second question we'll ask uh that we ask all of our guests is is to tell us their best why not moment, which is a time when you decided to try something out of the ordinary um or out of the expected realm of decor, and we're really happy with the result. And so we happen to know you've got a lot of good examples of that because your blog is so full of them. So
2: what what's some <laughs> of your favorites? Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) I think moving into this new house, I've had a lot of those. And I've said that a lot to my husband. (laughs) I have said, why not to my husband a lot? Uh,
1: Probably the first
2: that comes to mind, and it was the first space that we kind of have tackled in the house was our dining room. And I just knew I wanted it to be like this moody, kind Mm. of, you know, really interesting space. And And So I knew I wanted to go dark on the walls, but as I started kind of concepting this space and things started to fall in place, I was like, the ceiling needs to go black too. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And
2: my husband was like, what? (laughs) 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 Yep. It took a lot of convincing. In the end, I mean, he always gives in to what I I want, (laughs) but... (laughs) But Strong he was women a unite. Weary of it. You know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. it's not that easy to cover up black, and right, right. um. But anyways, I would say that was probably my biggest "why not" moment. Uh huh. Um, and boy did it pay as, off.
1: Oh, it totally paid off. I am so in love with that room, and I'm I've been really tempted right now to paint my dining room a really dark color. And now I'm completely envious, and and especially how you've decorated it for Halloween. Oh, oh yes, it is Thank just. <laughs> I, you know, I sort of have, I have the tendency to, to go for that dark moody no matter what. And I, and I'm constantly sort of fighting it, trying to find this balance because I have a small house and not a ton of light coming in. Sure. Um, but at but the that's same why the time. the dining
2: room is the greatest place to do it because yeah.
1: it doesn't have to feel light and
2: airy. I mean, that actually is the space we eat all of our meals in mm-hmm. and um, we don't. There's like a small area in the kitchen for like a small table, but i don't know i just I like the idea of using all the spaces in your house
0: Oh, and, me too
2: you know so um we really do we eat all of our meals in there, and it's just it does get a decent amount of light, but it is east facing so it's not a ton of light um but I just love it so well, and for the for those people
0: who maybe think of the dining room more more as an evening um space. You know, I mean, if you have people over, typically it is going to be at night. And so I think you can go dark and moody in the dining room because you're not relying on the sun
2: anyway. I think Um, so. Yeah. I think dining rooms and powder rooms are where you can do just whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're a place that you can play and have fun. It's not, you know, the dining room for entertaining, but also the powder room because it's another place that people, um, will go to as guests in your house, right. but also it's a place you don't spend that much time in it. So it's right. not overwhelming to, um, do something really bold there.
0: Yes. So talk a little bit about this mural that's in your dining room, which again, we, people will be able to see, um, on our website, but,
1: sure. um,
0: or your website, <laughs> yeah. but, um, what came first? Was it the black, Paint for the walls and the and the ceiling, or was it this phenomenal sort of black and white mural
2: um I think it was actually the mural I, okay, as I recall, we looked at this house several times. It was kind of a long process. We actually lived in a log cabin for six months before <laughs> we moved in here, but <laughs> uh, when when I looked at the house at some point, I mean, the first time I saw the dining room, I thought this needs something big and bold on that wall, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had always played on a mural and, um, I worked with a company where literally any image on, um, shutter stock, you can choose any image and they can okay. turn it into a mural. So I spent, I mean, probably 10 hours, you know, at least I'm sure. right? I mean, you know how it is. Yeah. You go down the rabbit hole. Exactly. So I spent a lot of time searching and it's an Italian landscape, which is my husband and I honeymooned in Italy. So, you know, it was something a little personal. Yes. um, Yes. So I believe I'm pretty sure that came first. And, um, but I knew I wanted the mood.
0: Well, well we... and I think a lot of people would look at that, and then they would say, "Okay, so now we're gonna have white walls around it because, yeah. you know, that then the, it the... doesn't it doesn't oh. pop." No, right? exactly. The black, it's a, I mean, you look at the, you look at the black walls and you think, of course, you can't then imagine anything but the black walls around it. And now that
1: you have the black walls, you have to have the black ceiling. Yes. Exactly. It just needs to continue (laughs) up. Yeah. Why break up the eye line?
2: That mural, you know, if the walls would have been a different color, if the ceiling would have been white, it wouldn't have had the same impact. No. no, I completely agree. Yeah. So you just got to take chances sometimes. Right. (laughs) And it just, hey, I mean... It's you know it is it just is paint. Fixable. That's right. That's so, right. As Karen yeah. will
0: attest, I think I'm on paint color number six for my bathroom right now because I just can't make up my mind.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I, I really, I do think picking paint is one of the hardest things to do. How do you space. do it? What's your What's your uh, method? Um, I just, in general, usually I have an idea of a color. I go pick out a hundred swatches, yep. bring them home um from there i usually try to narrow it down to like 5 or 6 and then i buy samples of those and i yeah. put them on the walls and i've just found if i do that i never regret the choice whereas if i just kind of like oh this will work um a lot of times i regret it and then it's just more work
0: you yeah, know
2: right right
0: i i i have i have that um i can't tell from a little tiny swatch i really need to see a bigger a bigger patch of it on the wall. Um, yeah. Karen's brilliant at color picking because she doesn't really need to do that. But or I, I'm
1: too lazy to paint it again. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so.
0: I, I, I but I really, I, I'm the same as you. I really need to see the co- colors, and I also I love choices, and so I'll pick three shades that are actually pretty similar, you know, because yeah. I want it, I want to pick exactly the right shade. I, so hey, when I was doing
2: that, my son's room. You know, all those swatches are on the walls. My husband's like, they all look the same to me. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a hard thing, Um, but getting the right color is very satisfying for sure. And
0: and speaking of your son's room, which this I would describe it as sort of a um a grown up Kelly green color. And yeah. of course, I've only ever seen it online, and so I know that that colors online are not maybe the true color, but in real life. But um what I love about that color is that. Green can play very kind of cre- Crayola sometimes, and it, that room is anything but. It just has this level of sophistication to mm. it, even though it is it is a little boy's room, but it just, I mean, I would totally want to sleep in that room if I was a guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't I feel like a kid's love
2: room. spending time in it, and uh-huh. I think, I don't, I mean, I get it. It's a kid's room, but we as parents spend just as much time in our kids rooms. And yes, I yes. want it to be some you know, when I'm in there helping with homework and doing all those kind, I want it to be a space I enjoy being yeah. in too. And I think that's, I think that's a fine thing to want as a parent. And, you know, the room is filled with things that are him in this moment, but they're also filled with learning things. Um, you know, there's a picture I've had for a long time of, big picture of Napoleon and, you know, I put it in there and he asked questions about Napoleon, oh man, which I is, hate. I actually studied him in college quite a bit. Oh, so, oh, cool. you know, it's, there's learning things in there. Um, yep. but the bones of this space are something that will grow with him. Yes. And I think that's so important because, you know, I don't want to keep redoing his room all the time. <laughs> and, and I, you know, it's definitely filled with, toys and things that he loves too. And I just think it's great to have that mix.
0: Right. Well, and I love that the, I love that his inspiration for the color was the Hulk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, know, and you
0: do have these, these Hulk prints in there, but I mean, it, it, it doesn't, it's such a nice mix of um, styles and, and designs and eras. And it, it just, to me, it's sort of this little microcosm of, 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 Decorating on a larger scale, which is this this nice mix of things that you love and that he loves and it and it it gives you stuff to talk about. And I mean, that's, you know, Karen, and I talk about that a lot that the basis of style is the substance that comes underneath it. And
2: exactly
0: does that for me. Yeah. Well,
2: thanks. I appreciate that. I mean, I think going back to the style thing, just that, I mean, for me, that room is filled with pieces of all of us in this family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it classic and timeless because, you know, I'm not trying to be something I'm not, and I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to make my son's room something he's not, um, you know, he loves to read and he loves science and he, so there's a lot of elements of him in that space that, you know, it's interesting, um. When you put your your life and your home out there, you're kind of opening yourself up to whatever people want to say about it. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> you know yeah. that room I've had mixed comments about it, and that's fair. I, you know, uh but but those people that are making snap judgments don't know my son. And <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> they don't they don't know that my son goes to the library every week with his grandfather and Aww. studies science and all these things that typical kindergartners might not enjoy, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, but, but again, I just bring that up to say that your space should reflect you and you don't have to worry about, um, what the outside world is expecting of your kid's Mm -hmm. room or your space, you know, um, as long as you love it, that's really all that should matter.
0: Right
1: absolutely
0: yep. yeah and, and you're too. teaching him that which is a very a lovely lesson to yeah be giving
1: a, him a good life lesson to, to yeah. in addition yeah. to be who you are and yeah. and feel comfortable in that that's wonderful yeah. yeah so um so anyway gwen thank you so much for talking to us today we just had such a blast yes thank um, you for having
2: me absolutely really enjoyed this.
1: Yeah. very yes. fun So you can find Gwen on all sorts of social media, but we recommend starting with her blog, TheMakerista.com, where you'll find lots of inspiring eye candy. Yeah. We're so excited. I'm just like, and I I love also the, uh, for your Halloween decorations for your dining room, that your husband asked where all the bones are going to go afterwards. (laughs) I was like, that is totally what Jason would say. And where are we storing these bones? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when all the
2: boxes arrive for that stuff, he was just like, where is all this going to go later, Gwen? <laughs> I
1: like, oh, details, details. He keeps me grounded. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's good to have that balance. So, yeah. No, for sure. Thank you so much for listening to the Style Matters podcast brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. Are you ready to stop waiting for your dream house to materialize and start loving the home you've got? Visit us at littleyellowcouch.com. To check out our free video series on our three principles of design, click on the videos tab. See you next time on Our Little Yellow Couch. Thanks so
0: much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.